planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. It's Wednesday 13. This is Dad's from Devil Driving. This is odorous from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise. That was Worthless from Canadian Metal Masters Without Mercy. And joining us on the program now is guitarist DJ Temple. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Metal Masters. Wow, I have upped my martial art rank, as it would seem. Ah, I think so. I think so. You guys, yeah. Well, man, this new one, as we were saying before, uh, your new EP is uh, absolutely killer, dude. Well, how do you pronounce the the title? Mo Ichido. That's that's cool. What's that mean? Uh, it's Japanese for to do one more time or to repeat. So I thought it was a pretty fitting title for a re-release. Oh, okay. So it's a re-release. Yeah, what happened was we, we had recorded all the tracks and released it a couple years ago, and then we fell south with our, our old vocalist, and our lawyers told us, get rid of the vocalist off your release or you're going to get sued. So we were like, okay, and we just hired a new vocalist, put his vocal tracks on it, retweaked some mixes, and Mo Ichido exists. So how long has the vocalist been with you? Uh, I think we're two years now. Yep. Yeah, it's right around the two-year mark. I always forget what month he started in, but yeah, it's about two years, give or take. He sounds brutal, dude. Is he uh, a fellow Canadian as well? Hell yes, he is. We're all Canucks up here. <laughs> See, it's a it's it's a far far away place from where I am. <laughs> Much colder too, I hear. Yes, yeah, yeah. See, it's starting to get cold here now, but uh, everyone's everyone's complaining about it. But it's nowhere near what you guys uh, deal with over there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for the snow. I love it. I love the snow. So, uh, you know, how was uh, the re- the recording sessions uh, for this one, redoing it all? Uh, it was a lot of fun because it was kind of, um, we didn't tell anyone we were re-releasing a record, so a lot of the pressure was off, which was neat. Um, a lot of times when you're recording a record, you're usually under some time constraint. Even though we're independent, there's always a time constraint we have to worry about. Get the mixes done by now, get the press done by here. So it was kind of neat to sit back and just go, all right, what are we going to fix and crack our knuckles and have some fun? Because it comes out on May 27, I believe, right? Yeah, two days before my anniversary, because I'm a smart person. Oh, your wedding <laughs> anniversary? Yeah, dude. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Sorry, honey. I'm t- but I'm sure she's uh, supportive. She's very supportive. Yes, very supportive. 100%. Um, haven't really told her yet. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe she'll read the emails and figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure she knows. Yeah, yeah, she's she's probably figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you recently uh, released a clip for uh, Burn, which uh, has a lot lots of fire and blood and all that fun stuff. That looks yeah, like it was dude. pretty cool. It was so much fun to shoot. Totally almost died. That was fun. Um, we were shooting it and there's a scene where I'm just, I'm windmilling and we ran out of, uh, we ran out of some time for the live shots. So the director was like, we basically have just one pass each guys, make it count, give it everything you got. We'll hope we get the shot. So I'm just windmilling the hair, having a blast. And I'm like, what's that burning smell? And I look up <laughs> and the fire's like 
it's like three inches from my face. It was it was something else. The director's like, "What happens if you light on fire?" And I was like, "I would have screamed, get the shot, man, get the shot." <laughs> Who came up with the idea for all the fire and stuff? Uh, it was his adaptation of an idea him and I talked about, but he totally had all the connections for the fire, and it was really, really rad. I, I had spoken to him. His name's Andy. Andy's a sick dude. He's such a killer dude to talk to, man. And uh, he came out of, like, nowhere. He just messaged us, hey, I want to do a video for you guys. I was like, all right, uh, sure, I guess. And I pitched him this idea, and then he just brought it to life. So It's so cool, like, legit so cool. Yeah, it is, man, because I like it. It's not just, you know some dudes in the background with lighters it's like full flame throwing flame sticks I, what, yeah. what is it what is it it's it looks amazing well he said i want to use some fire so we thought the same thing oh yeah okay you're gonna light some sticks in the background or something works for me but he went all <laughs> out he he got like the because we're out of we're out of the vancouver area kind of suburbs so he went and got the vancouver fire marshal to issue issue him a permit and he got fire dancers involved and fire, I guess they're just called fire artists. The guys that can like eat the fire and spin the fire and do all the crazy ninja moves with the fire. So there's like six people around us while we're on this raised stage just going at it. It was really nuts. That's really cool. Yeah. It's all Andy, man. He's a solid dude, like I said. Awesome, man. Well, uh well, you know, the band of course has, has been together since uh the early two thousands and you've Probably done countless number of shows. Uh, what's been the most significant one or, or tour even or moment for, for you guys? Uh, we're kind of nostalgic in the sense of every time we go on stage, we still can't believe we get to do this. Um, our bass player, Ryan, and I often look at each other and are like, wow, this is this is our jobs, huh? I mean, we, some of us hold nine to fives. I don't. I recently went self-employed and do this full time. Nice. And. And I figured just jump in both feet, man. Let's let's do it. So I teach guitar when we're not touring, and that's all I do. Um, and dream. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> the dream the dream often is Mr. Noodles and ketchup, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, like for us to pick out shows, there's a couple of towns around here that we play every once in a while, and it's it's pretty surreal. Like we noticed last time we were out on the road, we played this town in Alberta, which is one of the provinces just east of us. And we played this town called Red Deer, and we've noticed there's, like, the crowd is doubling every time we go there, which is surreal to me. And people know the words, and they want you to sign autographs. It's so surreal because we've been doing this 10 years now. So it's it's really like, you care about little old ginger me? Wow, cool. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I mean, you've been busting your ass for years to, to do it. So, I mean, not many people get the chance to actually do their music full time. You know, there's so many musos that do the nine to five because there's no other choice. Yeah. It's, it's a scary leap to make. And I do believe that after a few years, you come to that fork in the road where you got to make that choice. hundred percent. Oh, definitely. And, and, uh, I mean, everyone teach their own, teach their own. I'm a very tenacious balls to the wall kind of personality. So I figured go big, go home. And what, what about the scene in, in Canada? Like what, what's it like there? Cause I mean, I'm all the way down here in Australia and where our scenes, pretty touch and go sometimes it's really good and sometimes not so good depending on you know uh people going to shows these days so what's it like down there uh i've i've kind of nicknamed it the pod scene or satellite scene and what i mean by that is is canada's quite a large country east to west so a lot of times you'll have to drive like in our case when we tour we have to drive almost six hours per show uh, to get to the next town sometimes like there's a lot of stints where there's nothing and we're finding that 
large towns sometimes are hit or miss. Uh, some small towns are the same, hit or miss. And then it's the town in the middle of nowhere you don't expect that like 200 people will show up. It's really weird and bizarre. You cannot put your finger on it. You could not predict it. Um, it's, so I guess I'm saying, yeah, it is pretty much hit and miss like you guys, I would assume. But we're still getting some love, and it's feeling good, and I'm going to ride the wave for a while. Yeah, awesome, man. So I've, I've got a, a friend over there uh, from, from down this way. He's in a band called War Baby. I don't know if you heard of those guys. Um, but they're pretty good. They're not metal, but they're um they're hard rocking dudes. So he, he loves it. He loves it over there, man. Right, where's he based out of now? Uh Vancouver. Oh yeah, that's like an hour from me. I'm gonna have to call this dude up. Yeah, his name's Kirby, and uh, he's a phenomenal drummer. Like he's he's one of the best that we have down here, and he uh yeah packed up and moved to uh, Canada and met a met a beautiful. Canadian girl, and uh, he's living the dream over there, man. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, War Baby. War Baby. It's good stuff. Okay. So, uh, I'm also, of course, a, a big Devon fan. I don't know much with, in regards to Canadian music, apart from, like, you guys and <laughs> Devon Townsend and stuff, but I, I, I guess because I've got this perception being uh, from all the way down here that it's, it's, it's an actually it's a small place, but it's actually quite big. But have you ever met Devin? Yes, a couple of times, actually. I'm actually really good friends with his drummer, the guy that's playing drums for him right now, Ryan Van Puderoin. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, have you worked with him at all or just met him? Uh, no, I haven't worked with Devin. I have not had the pleasure. Uh, it is a dream of mine in my back pocket because a few years ago, another band that we used to tour with and hang out with got the chance to have him produce the record, and I was significantly jealous for a very long time. And, uh, and I, I still hope that Devin and I can work together at some stage somehow. That'd be amazing, man. Considering your sound, it, it's so huge. It, it would just be cool to, to afford the opportunity for that. You know what I mean? Like, like to do this uh, at the intensity level that we're trying to do it and then get that kind of an opportunity would just be – I've been saying the word surreal a lot the last couple of weeks, and I apologize, but, but it's, it's just so – I still I can't believe it. I wake up every day and go, really? I get to like phone call away from Devin or something at that point, or we're leaving for tour in a couple of weeks, and I can't believe that. It's it's pretty neat, man. Yeah, it's uh, man. It's, it sounds like this year is going to be a pretty big year for you. Oh, I hope so. If you got a fortune cookie or a lucky rabbit foot, would you please rub it? Uh I've got a <laughs> I've got a a Kylo Ren figure in front of me. I'll I'll tap his head for you. Okay. All right, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, last time we spoke, we uh, talked about uh, a mutual friend of ours in Facebook land, which is uh, Paul Lighting, uh, who is, of course, the uh, legendary voice actor. And he actually got me onto you guys. He said he went to see you play, and, uh, yeah, he's a big supporter of you. How did you guys meet? Um, I don't remember now. First of all, it needs to be said that Paul is, is one of the coolest dudes I've ever had the privilege of talking to, ever. Um. Obviously, you and I know him from from many things. Uh, I found out about him backwards, actually, because I did grow up. I know we're going to talk about it in a minute, so I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you to the punch, man. I I did grow up watching him on Transformers, but I never knew it was him on Transformers. And then I'm a huge fan of Metal Gear Solid, and then through that, I kind of found him through the fan channels. And then sent him a message on Facebook and was shocked that he freaking sent me one back. And then he called me one day and we talked for a bit on the phone. Next thing you know, I got a buddy named Paul Eiding that is a voice actor and some of my favorite things I've ever seen. And he's just, 
he's such a stand-up dude, man. Like legit, such a cool guy. So I think the answer is I I just emailed him out of the blue and he actually answered me once. I I think that's how it works. That that's amazing, man. He is he's an absolute sweetheart. He's like one of the nicest people I've ever met. I met him at a con over here, and uh, we got talking about uh you know metal and stuff. And he said, you know, check out these guys from uh, Canada and um yeah, that's how I got in touch with you. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't see that's that's unbelievable to me. Why does Paul give two craps about my band, you know? But here he is going, No, check these guys out. These are awesome and we send him merch all the time and he's always posting pictures of wearing it. He told me he <laughs> wore it. He told me he was in LA and he wore it to some metal show or something. And I just the thought of of Perceptor or the Colonel from Metal Gear Solid wearing <laughs> our band shirt is just like the fourteen year old is creaming his pants here, you know. Oh man, I, I can't believe it. That, that's awesome, and you know, as you said, like you know, uh, you know, Transformers grow, grow up on Transformers, and uh, you're you're a gamer as well. So, is that what's what's the biggest thing for you? Whew. I'm gonna go with gaming right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with gaming because uh, I was actually shattered when I had that old uh, the old Transformers movie, the animated one, and Optimus Prime died. I remember being crushed, man. That ah. Uh... Damn it. And I'm only bringing that up because I'm staring at the movie right here on my bookshelf. (laughs) (laughs) You said Transformers. Am I? You jerk. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It is every day, every day, every day. It's, uh, yeah. So I've got, I've, I've actually got, uh, Peter Cullen's autograph tattooed on my, my arm. Oh, man. Forever. So, man. So every day I look at it and I cry a little bit. You're prime. Peter Cullen is, I remember, I remember my wife and I, I think we, I don't believe we were married yet. Might've just been dating, but I remember going to the movie theater and waiting like three hours in the line when the very first Michael Bay movie came out and, and everyone was like, Michael Bay's going to screw the Transformers up. And I was like, I don't think so. Like, like of all the dudes that's going to pull it off. And, and because when a a big movie for me is coming out, I like to avoid all trailers because I think trailers now are spoiling most of the movie. And I had no idea that all the, like, well, some of the original voice actors were trying out. I had heard rumors, but I didn't know that Optimus Prime, Peter Cullen, actually got the gig. And that first scene in the movie where he's like, in the beginning, there was the cube. And I just, like, lost my shit in the theater, man, because it was actually Optimus Prime. And I'm standing up cheering with all these people. My wife's, like, reconsidering her marriage options at that point. (laughs) (laughs) But, dude, it's Peter Cullen's Optimus Prime. That's how this works. That's the end of the day. If you can't do it, there's no more Transformers. That's it. Game over. I I agree. I agree. But, uh, you know, there's still, uh, there's also, you know, there's been other primes, like uh, Neil Kaplan's a good one. You know, he's, yeah, he, he's, but, uh, prime for me has always been, uh, has always been Cullen and, uh, I don't know how the, these guys like, uh, you know, Cullen, Welker and, and Iding, they, they all, they, they all sound so good even to this day. Like their voices are gold. They, I completely agree. Um, I'm going to bring up Metal Gear Solid again because everybody needs to play that video game series. Uh, he is so epic as the Colonel. Um, Paul, Paul is, sorry, I know we're getting sidetracked here. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Paul as the Colonel, like, like, dude, I mean, David Hayter as Snake is really rad. And I think David Hayter's a cool guy. I only spoke to him for like 30 seconds once, and that's being generous. But, but man, Paul is, is a cut above, dude. And he, his voice just like, 
resonates through when he does anything, like when he screams snake if you die or or anything like that. It's, and Peter Cullen is the only one I've met that's like a little bit crazier than Paul. Mm. It's, oh, dude, their voice is just like, oh, man, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, freaking Optimus Prime, dude. I love nah, – that's just such a sick character. And who, who do kids have now to look up to? Like, come on. What do you get? Like, Justin Bieber? Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just – it's not the same, man. It's not the same. But, uh, yeah, no, he's – I'm hoping to see him down here again someday on the Gold Coast because he's, he's, he's coming and going. I always see his posts. He's like, I'm in New Zealand. I'm in, you know, Cairns. I'm in – you know, so he comes close. But he hasn't uh, come back to uh, Brisbane or Gold Coast yet, so hopefully, fingers crossed. Come yeah, I, I told him if he ever comes near me, he's got a standing steak dinner offer on my side, man. If he ever <laughs> anywhere near me, it's on me. He's been a solid supporter of us, and he's just a solid guy. Every time I post a guitar video or something about the band, he's always one of the first to like it, and then he shares it, and it, it's just surreal, man. I don't understand why he's supporting, but I, I am not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Oh, what an honor, man! And I'm, but then again, you guys do deserve it. You're you're a damn good band. Well, wow, thanks, man. Well, what are your ch- touring plans for the EP release? Well, we got uh, we're playing a Vancouver release show on the 27th when we're releasing the record, and then we head across Canada starting June 3rd, and we're going coast to coast. Um, almost, I should say, actually, we just uh, going all the way to Quebec or Quebec, as they like to say. So I think grand total, we're going to cross somewhere between 2,800 and 3,600 kilometers, I think. I think we're going to do 21 shows in 28 days. And uh, yeah, and then we got the USA. We're booking. It's going to do the States in October. And it sounds like, are you are you sitting down, my friend? I have my ass seated. Okay. It sounds like, and I'm... I'm going to throw it to the universe because it just got offered and we're going to negotiate it now, but it sounds like we might be coming down to your neck of the woods. Yeah, man. I'm pretty excited about that. We have no details whatsoever yet. Um, we're talking to a management group down there that wants to bring us. They heard me on some interview somewhere and found our music and we're stoked. So I don't know what to say except please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Send the contract. I'll sign the papers. Buy a plane ticket. I'm there. So, it should we, be fun, man. Oh, we we can't wait, man. You'll have to uh, drop us a line. Hey, look, if you want a, a place to crash or anything. Oh, oh yeah, that's happening. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, that's that's exciting stuff, dude. Cause, uh, yeah. yeah. It, like I said, it's it's surreal. We d- I don't – for someone like in our position, often what happens – this is my belief. I have no idea if this is true. This is just my personal belief here. In our position, so much of our time is write a new tune, go to the jam space, rehearse the crap out of it, record an album, tour it, come back, repeat process. We call it rinse, wash, repeat. And to hear that like people in Australia have heard of us, or right now, um, I think we got some in Japan are paying attention to us. And like for us, we're just blown away by that. We don't have a major label. We're not crazy pr people we're just doing our thing and people are loving it so hell yeah still confused sometimes but hell yeah no it's it's good man no no it is really really good for you guys and uh it's well deserved as i said man you 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 guys are a really good band you know and uh, you put put in the hard work man you put it out to the universe it comes back and it looks like it's going to pay off 
Hey, I heard years ago by Conan O'Brien, who's I'm a ginger, if anybody didn't know. And he's <laughs> he's what we call the king of the gingers, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> and uh, he said, if you work hard and be nice to people, amazing things will happen. And he actually said that at what I believe is the worst part of his career, which was the last segment of the last show he had on The Tonight Show before they screwed him over and fired him. And the last thing he says to everyone is work hard and be nice to people. Amazing things will happen. I don't like cynicism. And I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So. Yeah. But uh, it just sucked what happened to him. I used to love the kind of show. Yeah. I mean, he's got another one now, and it's still funny as hell to me. Like, that guy is, I mean, that guy is legit, in my opinion. But oh, yeah. nonetheless, I digress. I, I'm simply saying we're going to keep working our asses off, and hopefully good things will happen. Oh, they will, man. They definitely will. And uh, it's exciting stuff because you beat me to the punch. I was actually going to say, any plans to get your ass down to Australia? And uh, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Uh, it's my thing. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm glad you did because that's exciting. And so, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, Queensland better be on that uh, that list, my friend. <laughs> Dude, if we're coming to Australia, it's going to be like, I, this is just a Canadian speaking. <laughs> uh, what doesn't kill me? That's, that's, <sighs> I am, because up here we get, we get a uh, a really terrible representation of Australia on any kind of nature show ever, <laughs> right? Like it's it's really bad because like I'm I'm not an idiot. I know enough to like talk to you guys or any of my other friends I got down there, and they're all like, "This is kind of ridiculous." Um, but like we watch the show, my wife and I, where it's the top ten deadliest animals in the world. All ten are in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> all it's, ten. It's true. It is true. But um. <laughs> Even deadlier than that is uh, the valley in Brisbane uh, after midnight. So, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be walking around them streets, you know. No, it's 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 not as bad. You you know, everything can kill you, but uh, it's usually uh, yeah. Maybe that that's what you can call the uh, the tour. Yeah, what doesn't kill us, tour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, about yeah. we call it? How about we call it the holy shit? What is that tour? <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you ever? I don't, dude. I gotta send you a link to one of these shows, man, because it's it's ridiculous. It'll be like, and then he went outside to get his garden tools, dun dun dun. But he didn't realize there was eighty-seven different species of spiders that have wings that fly through the air, <laughs> latch onto his face, lay eggs under his eyeballs, or something just ridiculous. It's just, they're just like, holy shit! Tourism in Australia must freaking suck. Do you know what <laughs> we call that down here? What's that? Tuesday. <laughs> That's just a Tuesday. Yeah. You, Jesus, man. Yeah. You know uh, they, they say they say Canadians are tough because we deal with six feet of snow. I don't know. You guys, you guys scare the crap out of me. I tell you. Oh, you you'll have a blast, dude. There's it's it's seriously not that bad. We've got we've got a few nasties, you know, but um they they're you know they're not around here. If you go inland or anything like that, you'll be you'll be surprised. Yeah, there's a few things. Yeah. <laughs> well, tour guide, that's what we need. All right, well, I could do that. I could do that. But I'll be the one squealing and jumping up into your arms. Where you're going, what's that? I go, don't mind. Yeah, that'll, that's what will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. No, okay, so we're going to go to the track burn from Moichido now. Look, dude, thanks so much for hanging with us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, stay in touch, man. Hell yeah, dude, please, please, come see me, and I'm going to come see you, and more interviews all the time, just so we have an excuse to talk to each other. 
Looking for a great place to start your career? Start with the City of Norfolk, Virginia. You'll earn competitive pay, outstanding benefits, and a $5,000 sign-on bonus. Start your career today at norfolk.gov slash coastalvajobs. Restrictions apply.